Welcome to Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities, the podcast that will rock your world. I am Carol Briney, and I'm honored and humbled to be your host on this journey. It is my passion to help you to learn to hear and follow your inner guidance so that you can live the life of your dreams. This podcast asks the question, do you remember who you were before everyone told you who you should be? I am here to remind you of your intimate connection to Source. You, my friend, are a divine being having a human experience here on Earth not the other way around. And just in case you cannot see the divine in yourself, I will be here to hold that vision for you until you can see it too. We will be here Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and we are looking forward to having you join us and helping you to achieve the life of your dreams. Greetings and welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities podcast. I am your host, Carol A. Briney, and I am thrilled to be here with you as we walk down our path of never-ending joyous expansion together. My guest today has worn several hats over his lifetime. Today he is here as the owner of Lilicotch.com, a web design and development company, and a board member of the Music for MS Foundation. My good friend and a lovely lady, Nancy Wyland, who just happens to be Jim's wife, lives with MS. So Jim knows firsthand what the daily challenges can be. Please help me welcome Jim Lillicotch here today to share a bit about living daily with MS in the house, the triumphs and challenges and why he is so passionate about the MS Society and the Music for MS Foundation. Welcome, Jim. Well, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Uh, We're thrilled to have you. I've I've been excited about this all morning. I think it's going to be a fun interview, and it's really going to give some powerful Um, information for people who may be facing this challenge or living with somebody who's facing this challenge. Great. I hope so. Let's, yes, let's get started right off the bat because this half an hour goes awfully fast. Tell us a little bit about the challenges of living with someone who has been diagnosed with MS. What does your daily life look like? Well, that's the thing with MS. Uh, It doesn't look like any particular day looks uh, the same. Everyone is different and every day is different. There, there are days when Nancy is seems to be perfectly healthy. Uh, she does walk with a cane, but she gets around good, does housework. And there are other days when she struggles to get from the bed to the bathroom. It it's, it's changes every day. Well, so how do you deal with that? How do you, you know, Nancy and you both, but especially Nancy is one of the most upbeat people I know. Um, you're a little more reserved, <laughs> but oh. Nancy's so upbeat. How does she deal with that every day? I think that, that you just have to take things as they come. Uh, if, it, if it's a day where you're having trouble doing things, you have to say to yourself, okay, I need to, to figure out a way not to let this get to me. I've got to rest and whatever it takes. Uh, in Nancy's case, sometimes drinking cold water will help reduce the symptoms or sometimes just resting in bed 
or something as simple as getting out of bed and coming out into the living room to watch TV so you're not just sitting in bed all day. Um, she's she's usually very upbeat about it, even even on the bad days. I mean, uh, I'm sure that like everyone, there are days where where she says, "Hey, why me?" or or whatever. But mostly, she's just in, involved with getting through on a day-to-day basis whatever that day brings. And uh, I've been around her long enough to know now that uh, there are some things that I can do. Uh, like I said, I could bring her cold water, or I could just give her a hand to get from the bedroom to wherever she wants to go, or usually she walks with a cane, but we also have a walker, but we keep that out of sight because she doesn't like to look at that. But maybe it's a day where I just go get the walker for her and bring it up so she can use it. Uh, it, it, it varies just as much as the disease does. It's very, very different every day, and there are good days and bad days, and the secret is not to let the bad days destroy the good ones. What a great and empowering way to live. Um, and, and people could talk to Nancy at the Keystone branch of the MS Society if they really wanted to, if they, if they want to share information with her. Is that correct? Yes, it's the Pennsylvania Keystone chapter of the National MS Society. And when Nancy first stopped working, she was looking for something to do, and so she decided to go there and volunteer when she can. Uh, there are some weeks she can go there two or three days. There was recently three weeks in a row where she couldn't get there at all. But they know how to reach her. Uh, she's there several times a month, and she'd be happy to talk to anyone that would want to talk to her. Well, I think that would be lovely for people out there who may be facing this challenge or living with somebody who's facing this challenge. Jim, tell us, out of, I don't know how many millions of charities that are in the world, why should people support the MS Society? What what makes the MS Society stand out, and what, what is different about it, and why should we support it? Well, I, I can't speak for the other charities, but I can't imagine that there is another one that does more for the, its people than the MS Society does. Uh, right from the very beginning, they've offered us help with paying bills. Uh, MS Society is a hugely expensive disease, and medicines and treatments are very expensive. They'll pay for that. Uh, they will pay for things like if someone needs a wheelchair ramp to go into their house. Uh, it, Air conditioners, heat is a big factor for people with MS. They'll buy them an air conditioner. They'll do almost anything that you need. Uh, they do take a percentage of the of the uh, everything that they earn. I believe it's 40%, and that goes to the national charity, and that's strictly dedicated to research to help end the disease. But the rest of the money stays in the local area and helps people with MS. And they've done so much for us over the years, just some too many things to count, that it's gotten to the point where if they ask me for something, it's it's not what or where. It's just when, when do you want me there, and you know where is it? I'll help them any way I can. I can't imagine there's another charity that does more for its people than the MS Society does. They're a wonderful group. Well, I have been privileged to meet Anne at the Keystone chapter, and I'll tell you what, those the people who work at that chapter put their heart and soul into helping people with MS and their families. To, uh, to, to face the challenges and, and to live the best life possible. They also Jim, we're going to take a, a short break. To learn about it. Oh, go ahead. None of, these, none of the people there have MS, and they go out of their way to learn about what people need. 
so that they can help them better. And that's important. That's important. I know when I was in college, I first went to college for occupational therapy, and we actually had to live for a week in a wheelchair so that we could understand what people went through who had to live in a wheelchair so that we could you know, right, walk and that was before the ADA. Right, right. It's a challenge. It's okay. a challenge now. I can't imagine what it was like then. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, people didn't want to hold the door for you. Some doors you couldn't get the wheelchair through, and you had to figure out different ways. It was. It was interesting. It was an interesting week, to say the least. So it's good to to have people who are looking to really understand what people go through. And so I urge all of you, if any of you are out there living with MS or living with someone who has MS, reach out to your local MS society. We happen to be talking about the Pittsburgh area, that actually eastern Pennsylvania, uh, central Pennsylvania Keystone chapter here, but there are chapters all over the United States. So reach out and get to know your chapter, and um, they're there to help you. Jim, we're going to take a short break here. Um, I have actually written a book that is titled Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities, and 10% of the proceeds of that book go back to the MS Society here in Pittsburgh if you buy it from my website. So stay tuned for this short break. Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt like good things happen to everyone but you? Have you ever wanted things in your life to change? If you answered yes to any of these questions, check out Carol A. Briney's book, Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities, A Handbook for Life. For an autographed copy, go to carolabriney.com and simply click on the book. This powerful book is also available at your favorite online bookstore. Remember this. Your life and your business will only grow to the extent that you are willing to learn and grow personally. So get your copy of this awesome book now because you are here to shine and you'll never know how many lives you will impact by allowing your life to shine. Okay, we're back and we're talking with Jim Lillicotch about the MS Society and the MS Music for MS Foundation. Um, Jim, I know that near and dear to your heart, and I know you're so excited about the Music for MS. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. How did Music for MS get started, and uh, what are we looking at here? Okay. this all started uh, November, well, started for me anyway, in November of 2013. Uh, there were a couple of gentlemen who had sisters and other close relatives with MS uh, who were musicians and uh, music producers, uh, music uh, promoters. And they had this idea to have just a, a little music festival. Um, there's a county park in the North Hills of Pittsburgh called Hartwood Acres, and there's a big mansion, they do tours, and there's a little seating area behind the mansion, and they thought, oh, we'll have a little music festival behind the mansion, maybe 200 people, and we'll donate the money to the MS Society. 
Well, uh, they came to the MS Society, and my wife, who is also on the board of directors of the MS Society here in uh, Western Pennsylvania, was there that day for a meeting, and they came and said, hey, we'd like to do this little festival and give you the money. And, of course, they said, well, sure, we'll take your money. And uh, they said, the, the gentlemen that were promoting the festival said, well, we'd like some help, and could you do this, and could you do that, and how about a website? We, could, we would love to have a website. And uh, my wife raised her hand right away and volunteered me. And uh, she came home and, and told me, and I was a little upset that she didn't ask me at first, to be quite honest. But I started going to these to these meetings with these fellows, and, and we eventually decided, well, hey, this is going to be big. We should move this to the main festival area, which holds about 10,000 people. And we'll have several bands instead of just one, and uh, we can we can do this and we can do that. And I'm thinking, well, this this really sounds ambitious, and it was. And uh, I found that uh, in my career, I've been to oh probably hundreds and hundreds of meetings, and and usually they're not very good at all or close to worthless. But we would get together on Friday morning at the MS Society. The meetings would start at 7.30 on the dot. They would end at 8.30 on the dot. We would talk about what's done, what needs done now, what needs done in the future. Uh, we'd break. The emails would start to fly. And by the next day, everything that needed to be done was done. I'd never seen anything like it before. Uh, I, I think it's a lot of it has to do with the fact that everyone was pulling in the same direction. There was no one bringing their own agenda to these meetings. But things were just getting done. And we're moving along, and we're having these. I, I started looking forward to going to meetings for the first time in my life. And it was just getting bigger and better, and uh, I was looking for something to go wrong. I, I was thinking, this is just too good. Everything's going perfectly. And then on August the 16th of last year, 2014, it was 78 degrees and not a cloud in the sky. And I, and I thought, it's a sign. This is, this is where I belong. And we had about 2,000 people come. We had wonderful food and beer and wine and all kinds of good things. And in the end, we raised enough money to pay the bands, pay off all of our expenses. We became a, a corporation. We became a 501C nonprofit. We kept $10,000 in the bank as a head start for this year, and we donated $4,000 to the MS Society. It was just perfect. It was a wonderful event, and, and this year we hope to do bigger and better. Well, I heard such wonderful comments. People were just raving about the event. They just had the best time. The food was wonderful. The weather was wonderful. The bands were wonderful. And speaking of bands, what genre of music is this festival? Uh, it's called Roots Music. It's basically Americana. Um, most of the bands have a, a stand-up bass and, and a fiddle and that kind of thing. But uh, if you go to the website, it's called musicforms.org. You can see all the performances from last year, so you can see what it's about. And we have previews of the, the new bands coming this year as well. Buy tickets, see who the food vendors are going to be this year. It's all there, musicforms.org. Okay, great. Where do the bands come from? Are they all just local, or do you have national bands? No. Uh, we decided that we're definitely going to showcase local bands. That's part of the deal. But uh, most of our bands uh, this year, is, uh, is the majority actually are national. We have Humming House, who is from Nashville. The Black Lilies are from Nashville. We have the Mulligan Brothers, who come from Baton Rouge. 
and then a local band from uh, Clarion called Tiger Maple String Band. And we also have a group of youngsters from the North Allegheny School District. They have a, a group in the summer, a camp called the North Allegheny Fiddlers, and they're going to come and perform as well. Well, that sounds like a, a great, uh, you know, a nice selection of different bands so people can can hear some great music during the day. Yeah, uh, we just don't want to lose track of the start? fact that our, our primary goal is to help end, end MS. I hear you. I hear you, but why not have fun while doing it, huh? Exactly, exactly. Right. Um, what is the time of the festival? What What time does it start? Gates open at 3. The music should start around 4, and uh, we are bound by the county to be done by 10, although it went closer to 10.30 last year. Mm -hmm. Well, and I know a lot of people had a great time. Um, I was going to ask you, is there food available? But you actually did say there is food available. What kind of food is is there? Is it just you know strictly you know popcorn and peanuts, or can you actually have a great dinner there? No, you can have a great dinner. Uh, we have food trucks from around the area. Uh, we have uh, there's a Italian fest, the Saucy Mamas at the food truck. Uh, we have uh, the, the Pop Stop. They do real gourmet popsicles. We have uh, Franctuary, which is the hot dogs, and, and not just plain hot dogs, but really fancy ones. Uh, and this year, Randita's in Aspinwall is coming, and uh, there'll be vegan food. So there'll be a little something for everyone, and more to be added soon. We'll, we'll have more to announce soon. So we got... Did, did we mention the date of the festival this year? Oh, no. Um, this year is August 15th. It's a Saturday. And we're hoping to keep it that, uh, that weekend every year. Uh, we, we had originally hoped to do something later when it wouldn't, might be so hot, but uh, the, the park is pretty well booked up in the fall, so we took what was available, and we're going to make that our weekend. Right, and, and for... For people who might come that have MS, you do have cooling stations and special oh, yeah, restrooms now. Yeah, we plan on being hottest day of the year, even though it was beautiful last year. We have cooling tents and, and uh, ice and, and pretty much whatever whatever we need to keep people cool and comfortable and safe. Okay, good. Good. Well, once again, I know you mentioned the website once, but let's mention it again because people need to be able to find this. Okay. It's musicforms.org, and you can go both ways, either F-O-R or the number four. They both work. And that's what happens when a webmaster is involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah this, he figures all that out ahead of time. Yeah, just make sure it's I would have never even... Okay, I would have never even given that a thought, that four, and that does make a big difference. When you say okay, it, you Jim, it, is there? I'm sorry. Is there anything else you want to share with everybody here today? Uh, no. Uh, well, I'd like to know people to know that the MS Society is a wonderful organization. They're well worth your support. And we're, we're going to have a great festival. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great music. It's going to be good food. We're going to have beer and wine. But once again, I want to let people know that our number one goal, our main goal, is 
donating money to the MS Society to help people with MS, and most importantly, to promote research to help end this disease because it's it's. Uh, my wife Nancy does really well with it, but it's a horrible disease. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Well, as we end up this this uh, podcast today, I always end every podcast with appreciation. And one of the things that really touches my heart here today is to be appreciative of people like you who are so passionate for helping others. You know, this I'm appreciative that you are willing and, and your whole your whole board of music for MS is willing to take their time, their precious time, to put together such a wonderful way to support people with MS. I mean, it is all about raising money, but wow, how fun is it to be able to spend a little money on a ticket and go have a wonderful time with your friends and family, and at the end of the day, you're supporting MS. What a great way to to be able to support a wonderful cause. What are you appreciative of today? That's why I put my heart and soul into this. I, I I love it. I think it's a, it's just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful way to do it. Yeah, and do you have anything you're appreciative of today? Well, I'm since we're talking about the MS Society, I'm terribly appreciative of, of them. I can't even count how many things that they've done for us without even asking over the years. You, you need this, we'll do it for you. Half the time, we don't even ask. It's like you need this, and. People like you, Carol, that, that help spread the word and, and help me in, in all the things that I do, I think it's, it's wonderful. And, and all the people that I know that, that are spreading the word about Music for MS, it's my f- Facebook page has just gone crazy, and, and we have hundreds and hundreds of people that are sharing what, what we're doing and, and telling everyone about it and, and just helping, helping everyone living with MS. And I guess the the last thing, I I usually end with appreciation, but something just popped into my head. If anyone out there listening would like to know how to have something like this, how to create a music for MS type situation in your town, because as I said, this is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But if you'd like to know a little bit more, Go to the website, contact these people, and they will share with you a little bit about how they got started, and perhaps you can start a fundraiser for MS kind of in the same genre because what a great way, once again, to make money while people are having such fun. And helping people. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, Jim, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate Nancy. And uh, I appreciate all the listeners here today who are making us a number one show on iTunes and Stitcher. And we appreciate this beautiful day. And now it's time to say goodbye. So until next time. It's time to say so long for another day. Remember... You, my friend, are an awesome, wonderful, delightful, caring, fabulous, beautiful, giving, super fine, divine being here on this planet to enjoy your ever-expanding possibilities. 
follow your bliss. Allow your light to shine. And by doing so, you are automatically giving your best to the world. So until next time, when we will be discussing your unlimited possibilities, namaste. Namaste.